Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 3, Episode 93, as Andy is has a, a band practice uh, tonight, and he unfortunately won't be here, so I will be ripping solo. Uh, it's unfortunate, because there's some things that are happening around the league uh, that I think are important to talk about, and... You know, this is going to be a relaxed, relaxed podcast, uh, you know, not too emotional here. I'm going to, you know, bring in my inner Andy and try to be even keeled and take everything uh, with a grain of salt and realize that uh, two weeks from today, I believe. And today I am recording this on Wednesday, September 7th. So less than two weeks from when you're listening to this. The New York Rangers uh, will have their training camp start. I believe that is September 21st. And if, if I can do math correctly, uh, that's less than two weeks away when you're listening to this. So uh, that's pretty wild. That's pretty awesome. Um, you know, and, and if you look, you know, you have football starting this week, which is insane. And, you know, once football starts, you know, hockey's right around the corner. And, you know, looking at the, the New York Rangers preseason schedule, uh, they will be playing, uh, let's see, hold on one second. I know they play some September games. They start September 26th, so they will have about five days uh, of camp, and then they will play their first game, game against the Islanders on the 26th, 27th against the Bruins, 29th against the Devils, and 30th against the Devils. And then I believe, yeah, they play the first full week in October, the fifth against the Bruins, and they wrap up uh, the preseason against the New York Islanders on Saturday, October 8th, and then they get right into it, man. It's, shoot, October 11th, they go right after the Tampa Bay Lightning, obviously the team that they fell victim to last year in the Eastern Conference Final. And then we head out west. This is crazy. And I mean, obviously, the NHL uh, came out. They announced the schedule for 2022-23. Uh, so, you know, looking at the Rangers' schedule, we can go through this a little bit real quick just to see, you know, a lot of West Coast teams uh, in the first month. You know, there's a couple teams to highlight. You have the Dallas Stars. You have... The Colorado Avalanche, you're going to have the, you know, the Ducks, the Sharks, the Jets, Minnesota, 
Um, so uh, going to be uh, some interesting matchups right off the bat and uh, not a lot of in-division competition. And then here we are in November, uh, pretty spaced out, almost like a game every other day, which is nice. Um, yeah, nothing really to note here. Uh, game against Edmonton on November 26th, which is the day before, no, the day after th- Thanksgiving, I believe, right? Nope, nope. Can't read a calendar, can you? No, they play, the 24th is Thanksgiving, so they play the 26th, but they play on the West Coast the two days before against LA and the Ducks right before Thanksgiving. And heading into December. Uh, yeah, you know, a bunch of games. Uh, they don't play, they play, you know, the Islanders on the 22nd and then Washington on the 27th. Uh, nothing on New Year's Eve. They have, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning on the 29th. So, yeah, that's uh, all I got there. All right, let's see if they got a game on my birthday in January. Oh, they play. Oh, they play. All right, cool. They play January first against the Florida Panthers at five p.m. That's a that's a that's a good one. And then let's see. Oh, they play the Vegas Golden Knights on my birthday, January twenty seventh. How about that? Uh, I've seen the Golden Knights play. I'd like to see Toronto, but it's at Toronto. Toronto on the twenty fifth. Would love to see Matthews play. He's the only one out of the, out of the core that I don't think I've seen play. I've seen McDavid a couple times. I haven't seen Matthews in person. That's one player I think I, I'd want to see right now in the NHL for sure. Um, it would be fun seeing. I saw Seattle last year. Uh, it'd be nice to see them now this year with some of the players that they have. Um, they play at the Garden. I'm looking on February 10th. Maybe I'll get that for a Valentine's Day gift to myself and my wife. I'm sure she'd love that. Actually, she's never been to a Ranger game before, so she probably would love that. Ooh, and then at Carolina the next day, so you can mark that on your calendar uh, on February 11th. And nothing really to note. They do they go on a West Coast trip in February, so that's the 15th, 17th, and 18th. They're on the West Coast, so um, we struggled last year on the West Coast early. But we'll see how we are this year. Uh, March, it's might as well be March of the Penguins. We play them three times in seven days. We play them March 12th, 16th, and 18th. So unless you're Irish, you probably, well, the Irish probably won't remember those games. I would imagine, uh, you know, obviously with St. Patty's Day right around that time, they probably won't remember too much. Uh, yeah, so, Okay. Listen, I know this is bad podcasting here. Just trying to bring you the most notable games. And here we are in April. And the New York Rangers have a pretty decent April. I mean, it's going to be tough for them if they're in a playoff race. They got, you know, at Washington. This is how they're ending the season. Home against the Lightning. Away against the Blues the next day, which is insane scheduling. At Columbus on the 8th. At uh, home against Buffalo on the 10th, and then home against the Maple Leafs. So they end the season with the Maple Leafs uh, at home. So uh, definitely a tough, tough schedule. You know, it's, uh, it's, you know, obviously when you're in the midst of the season, 
you don't really pay attention. But it is pretty wild to see, especially last year with the Rangers' early success. And then the only time they really struggled were some like some against were some games against the West Coast teams. Obviously, they got pummeled in that uh, where they played Colorado and like twice in two weeks they got pummeled both games and then you know they struggled on that west coast trip which was pretty early in the season when's their first west coast trip actually go to october let's see like i said they go only two games though in that first road trip um yeah so the first one is in november the 19th the 22nd and 23rd where they play well and the 17th so they play seattle san jose la and anaheim which is they should be able to do really well on that road trip in fact they actually should win all of those games but i feel like is that the only gauntlet that they really have yeah they've been uh they, they actually got pretty lucky this year they don't have any really extended road trips where they're playing like Vegas and Colorado that happens in November, but it's those two teams sandwiched in between two home games. So uh, it's not like they're out there, you know, where they have to actually play, you know, Colorado and then go up to Western Canada and play some of those teams. So, yeah, but uh, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I know TNT has gotten the rights to the winter classic this year. Um, So, yeah, this year I guess 103 games across ESPN, ESPN Plus, Hulu, ABC, um, and then you get another 1,050 out of market games available on ESPN Plus. So that seems to be the way to go. A lot of people I already you know have ESPN Plus, especially with Disney Plus now uh, and packaged with Hulu. So you probably have access to all those games, which might be what I have to do because I have Fubo TV. And Fubo TV doesn't have TNT, which is, you know, uh, you know, it, it's just so friggin' annoying because here in the Northeast, in order to have MSG, you really need Fubo TV or cable. The problem is cable stinks and Fubo TV has MSG, but it doesn't have TNT. So you can't even get like the best of both worlds. It's just so, so annoying. And uh, it's just such a pain in the ass because you know, with the streaming stuff, you know, you thought, oh, okay, we can cut cable, but it's all still the same old bullshit. It's still, you know, these things are not bidding, you know, you know, MSG won't, you know, YouTube TV seems to have the most hype behind it, but YouTube TV doesn't carry MSG. So I know people that literally have YouTube TV, they cancel it so they can get MSG during the Knicks and Rangers and then cancel Fubo to go back to YouTube TV. And it's just like, I would do that, but I'm so friggin' lazy. And I just, it's a lot easier to just not have, uh, you know, just not have TNT and either try to stream it or get, you know, access to, I might just bite the bullet and get ESPN plus, but that's not even going to help me because it's, uh, it's gotta be out of market. So I'm not even going to be able to watch it. It's just, you know, I, I gotta, we'll talk to Andy and he'll figure, he'll, he'll help me. He'll figure this out. Um, okay. ESPN will televise as I saw the Rangers in this. Oh, the season opening doubleheader October 11th and the Rangers play Tampa at Madison square garden at seven 30. And then the Vegas golden Knights and LA Kings are playing at crypto.com arena at 10 PM. So that's how they're, I guess, starting, starting off with ESPN. Great. Uh, I actually have ESPN, so it's fine. And then, uh, 
I love how there is an other highlight, including the New Jersey Devils at the Philadelphia Flyers. Can't wait to watch that game on ESPN+. Plus. I guess it's John Tortorella and, and uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. And then uh, Johnny Gaudreau's return to Calgary. Columbus Blue Jackets visit the Flames on January 23rd at 9.30 p.m. on ESPN Plus and Hulu. Uh, and then they have a Stanley Cup rematch of the Lightning in Colorado, February 9th. And then you got the 2023 NHL All-Star Skills Competition presented by DraftKings on February 3rd at the Honda NHL All-Star Game live from Florida. So um, that's pretty cool. Florida would be fun. That would be a fun trip to make that go down there. You go to Florida, get the NHL All-Star Game. You know, they'll probably have more people in the stands for the All-Star Game than they will a regular game, even though they're first in the East. Uh, so is that it? Is there any other games that are worth noting? TNT begins its schedule with a doubleheader October 12th. Oh, thank God we avoided that one. That's Bruins and Washington and Chicago at the Avalanche. So thank God. Uh uh, and then TNT will also televise four weeks of Sunday afternoon games in March and April when football ends. Uh, and then TNT will televise the 2023 Discover NHL Winter Classic on January 2nd at 2 p.m. between the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Boston Bruins at Fenway Pack. So, uh, yeah. So I don't know if there's any way to make this easy on myself. Obviously buying ESPN plus would probably be the best way to watch, but it's pointless when they block. I don't know if this is true. So if you're out there and you're listening to this, right. And you've actually made it this far into the podcast, please let me know. You can DM us on Twitter. If you're a friend, text me. Does does ESPN plus allow you to watch the TNT games, which I don't know why they would. So it's a stupid question to even ask, but I wonder if the TNT games are on the ESPN ESPN plus app, or is that considered an in market? Like what I would, I be considered in market. So I wouldn't even get those games to begin with. So it's like, I'm almost twice as stupid because logically it just wouldn't even make sense, but we'll see. I don't know. Um, because again, Fubo does not have TNT. So when the Rangers are on TNT, I literally have no way to watch it. You know, I don't even know this TNT plus exists. Do I have to subscribe to that for $8 a month? Ridiculous. But, uh, all right. So that's that for the schedule. Uh, like I said, this was supposed to be a stress free, stress free podcast. Uh, already, you know, working up a sweat here without Andy. Excuse me, that's my cranberry lime seltzer, uh, which is actually slow. I used to love that flavor back in the day. Cranberry lime's kind of fallen off. It's kind of, I don't know. Because I feel like you don't really eat cram. Well, I guess people eat cranberries, but it's not like you go out to the store and buy cranberries and you buy limes. So, like, mixing them, you'd think wouldn't have that great of a taste, but it is what it is. Football fans, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for Week 1, 
everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, full disclosure, I'm a little bit of a freak when it comes to audio. Uh, I guess you could say a bit of an audiophile, if you will. Uh, I listen to a lot of music, a lot of podcasts, uh, other than my own, obviously. I do a lot of editing of my own podcast, and I also do a lot of audio editing. So, just listening to music is a huge part of my life. And lately, it's been amazing. And do you know why? Because I'm using my Raycon wireless earbuds to do all of it. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. They have optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, and they're so comfortable, they will not budge. Trust me, whether I'm riding my exercise bike while editing or watching TV or going out for a run or, you know, sitting on the subway as it's uh, just banging around, they do not fall out of my ears. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life. Uh, which is a long time compared to some other uh, competitors, trust me. And they're priced just right. You get quality audio for half the price of the other premium audio brands. It's uh, pretty much no wonder that Raycon's Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Uh, For me personally, like I mentioned, I'm an audiophile, so I like to tweak things. So their customizable sound profiles are perfect for me. The fact that they have noise isolation is also perfect, because like I said, I'm sitting on the subway. Other people are blasting music off of their phone or a boombox. They do not have Raycon wireless earbuds. They should probably get some. Uh, But, you know, it doesn't matter for me. I see the light and I have the noise isolation mode to keep me their music out of my head and only whatever I'm listening to in my ears. If you go to buyraycon.com slash THPN, today you can get 15% off of your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. So what are you waiting for? They are sound amazing, they are very affordable, and they're everything you could ever want in a wireless earbud. So go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today, get 15% off of your Raycon order. So, uh, you know, ES, uh, ESPN, uh, NHL.com had uh, with uh, Dan Rosen, you know, uh, beat reporter, uh, he was at answering some questions uh, and the first question uh, he wrote, it's a pretty good article. Uh, where do you see the New York Rangers finishing in the Metropolitan Division? He says, God, first place, which is the worst answer you could probably give. I, I Listen, I understand where the Rangers are. They finished, you know, where they, I understand where they finished last year. I understand that they have the best goaltending. I understand how you have a 50-goal scorer, you have the second best power play in the NHL. You, you know, you've added Trocheck. You've, you know, the defense have another year under their belt with, you know, obviously Fox and Lindgren uh, leading the way. But, you know, you have, you know, hopefully Schneider is a little bit more comfortable. And, you know, I don't want him to have a sophomore slump. You'd hope Miller takes another step forward. And this is a contract year for him. 
So, you know, he's going to, you know, be certainly ready to, to bring it. Uh, Truba's now the captain. So, you know, back in the, the defense, you would hope that the New York Rangers, you know, are ready to really hone in and just be, you know, solid and make that a really strong suit of their game. But, you know, I, I'm just more worried about, you know, can the Rangers offense recreate what they did last year? And I know we speak about this constantly, but it really is going to be one of the themes of next season. Are the New York Rangers going to be able to, you know, have a, a top five uh, power play in the league? Can they recreate that? I mean, obviously they have the the firepower with Mika and Artemi leading the way. And then Chris Kreider's ability to, you know, score a bunch of goals in front of the net and, you know, have some of the best eye, you know, hand-eye coordination. I was going to say eye-hand, which I think I could say, um, but that would be backwards. Hand-eye coordination in front of the net. So, you know, it, it's it's tough. You know, it really is tough to repeat career years like a Chris Kreider. Now, I've said a million times that if he scores 35 goals, I'd sign up for that right now. You know, 50 is going to be tough. Uh, you know, is Mika going to be able to stay healthy once again? You know, um, you know, Panarin, you obviously know what he's going to do. Is he going to be able to have a hundred plus point season? You know, you know, and then you look at, you know, Fox is he, you know, he contributes so much to the offensive side of the play. Is he going to be able to have a Norris contending, uh, type of season? This is what's tough about the Seltzer mid podcast is that now you got the burp. And then, you know, you always look at what, you know, what happens in goal, right? Obviously Shesterkin is considered, you know, a top three goalie in the league. But, you know, all I hear about is these analytical people being like, there's a regression. There's going to be a regression. It's like, you know, they're worse than the economists with, you know, inflation. You know, is there going to be a regression? Is there, When's the regression coming? When, when can we expect the regression to come? Is it going to come at the beginning of the season? No one knows. You don't know where you're going to get at Shesterkin. The guy's going to be ready to play. I know he's coming off a Vezina Trophy uh, season. He deserves it. Um, you know, obviously there's a ton of hype around the New York Islanders and and Sorokin, but you know, I, I don't think he's thinking about that. I think he's just going to come in and do his job. You know, the Rangers don't have Georgie this year, so it's it's you know, this is the first year where he's the clear number one. He's a Vezina, you know, Trophy winner. He is considered, you know, the best goalie in the league. Certainly, uh, you know, the best goalie in our division as of right now. I think Sorokin needs to really steal that title from him. Um, but also, they're just on two different, different maps right now, the Rangers and Islanders. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Sorokin ha- could have a Vesna winning season without a doubt. But, you know, if, you know, Shesterkin still has a top five goalie season in the NHL this year, the Rangers and I know Rangers fans would probably sign up for it. You know, we don't expect him to be, you know, what he was last year because he really carried us at times. So the New York Rangers are going to have to learn without having a goalie carry them. They're going to have to have, you know, their defense be a stronghold this season. And, you know, hopefully none of those guys go down because it really drops off after that. You know, especially with Nils now not available. So, you you know, where are the Rangers going to get that seventh defenseman? Um, yeah, it's just, it's it's tough. So, um, you know, looking at the New York Rangers right now, you'd probably expect them to be, yeah, a top three team in the Metro. But, you know, to say that they're going to win it, 
you know, you have Carolina. Pittsburgh's always going to be a pain in the ass. You know, Carolina, if you look at them, they, they do they do just have a better team. Granted, you know, they lost Trocheck and they replaced him really with Statsny and they kind of hope um what's his name? Kokakniemi, I think. God damn that. I think I think that's the name. You know, he's a young center. I I don't know what they're going to do. Um you know, and how, how they're going to play and you know, obviously they're very well coached like the New York Rangers. So there's a lot of things that are even across the board, you know, with Carolina and the Rangers. Um, obviously Carolina changed up what their D kind of looked like. They got rid of, you know, the offensive minded D'Angelo and they brought in a guy like Brent Burns to, you know, shore up that back end. So you don't know what Burns has to offer. You know, he's kind of been hiding the last couple of years in San Jose, which has been absolutely just awful and just a dumpster fire. So, Right now, what the New York Rangers are looking at is, uh, you know, just try to finish top three. Because if you make the playoffs in the top three, if you win it, you're playing a wild card, which isn't going to be easy. But, you know, obviously it's going to be easier. Um, And then, you know, if you finish in in two or three, it doesn't really matter because that's who you're playing anyway. Uh, It'd be nice to have home ice advantage. But, you know, I'd like to see the Rangers, you know, actually win a series, not relying on home ice advantage and a game seven excuse me, at home, you know, you know, you, you know, you see how important home ice advantage is in the playoffs, but you know, this team, you're going to have to face adversity in the playoffs and you're not always going to have home ice advantage. You know, even if you're the second seed and you have home ice that first round, yeah, that's huge, but you got to learn to win on the road and you got to learn to, you know, polish teams off early. So, you know, the Rangers were game seven, game seven, and needed to get the game seven, uh, you know, to to in order to beat Tampa Bay Lightning, which they didn't. Um, but yeah, so it's tough. It's it's you know I hate predicting where the Rangers are going to end up, but yeah, I just make the playoffs, please. This is like the number one thing. Um, so we got a couple more things here uh, to talk about. Uh, one of the biggest things that. I saw were two big contracts given out today. Um, the first one, who should we talk about first? All right, let's, uh, you know what, let's talk about Doc. Um, Kirby Doc agreed to a four year, $13.45 million contract with the Montreal Canadiens on Wednesday. Uh, average value is $3.3625 million. Uh, he's 21 year old forward. Uh, obviously, always kind of compared to, you know, Capo, uh, Kako, and, you know, it, obviously he was kind of a disappointment in Chicago, but, you know, now he was, tr- you know, he was traded uh, to the Canadians. Uh, and I, this deal kind of makes sense. The, the Canadians realize they're probably going to be bad for a couple years. They don't certainly don't want to be good next year. Um, so next year you can just throw it out. It's all fake money at that point. You know, you're not married to Doc. You gave him enough money where you throw some trust into him. Uh, but you're not married to him. It's only four seasons, and it's not a killer amount. Um, it's one of those things where it's a low-risk, high-reward. If he ends up being, you know, playing really well, then, you know, maybe that fourth year, that contract really is, um, you know, looks really good. And if he turns out being bad, your team's probably going to end up being bad. So it's also a plus. 
Um, so it really doesn't really matter. Uh, and then, <clears throat> yeah, and, and then, you know, for the people comparing him to Capo Caco, it's like two, two different, you know, two different animals here. You know, you have Kirby Doc playing for the Canadians, which is going to be, you know, a bottom feeder team in the NHL. Um, although, I, you know, I think they're trending certainly in the right direction. They're just not that good right now. And if you look at, especially the rest of the East, they're just not competing for a playoff spot. You know, they might win a few games and might stay in the running a little bit longer, hang around that stand, that middle pack of the standings, and then eventually drop off. But, you know, if you're the, you know, Montreal Canadiens, it's, it's, you might as well just invest into this kid. You got him, you traded for him. Um, if he ends up, you know, being a huge asset for you, Maybe you then turn around and, and trade them to a contending team that can afford, you know, a three point three million dollar player that's you know going to you know give you some points and and certainly some forward depth. So yeah, so we'll see. Um, the second player, and I love how Andy says his name because he says it with like a Ger- the German accent is Tim Stutzel. Yeah, uh, that's I know a butchering, uh, but it's almost a it's literally at two a T pretty much what Andy says. Like Stutzel, Stutzel. Uh, I'll end, I'll stop saying his name Stutzel. Uh, he agreed to an eight year, $66.8 million contract, obviously with the Ottawa senators. I go back and forth with this. I understand he's 20 years old. He's, I don't know. He had 29 points last year. You're giving this guy $8 million plus. Uh, it's an 8.35 AAV. My whole thing is you're betting on this kid to be good. I completely understand that. But so far, the Ottawa Senators are betting on Brady Kachuk, Joshua Norris, and now Tim Stutzel to be, you know, basically you want them to be Panarin, Zabenajad, and I don't even know if Rangers have another forward that makes that much money. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see who's the third highest paid forward on the Rangers because this should be something I have memorized yet I don't. So I guess it would kind of be Kreider. I thought it was Kreider, but um, but six point five. Yeah, it's just it's just odd that that's who you're going to bat with. I certainly am not one of those guys that uh, is going to bash. You know, a guy like you know Stutzel, and I like the Ottawa Senators. I like what they're doing. I think they're going to be a very good team. But I feel like to give that kind of money for that long of a term is a gamble and I'm not sure I want to gamble, but I also understand that they kind of need to gamble because how else are they going to build? How else are they going to retain some of these players? You can't just be bad and have these guys walk after, you know, another three year contract or a bridge contract. So, um, yeah, it's just one of those things where I think the, the New York Rangers really need to, well, uh, the Ottawa senators really need to, you know, hopefully cash in and this is your core and they really turn into dynamic players and are able to win you hockey games. But um, I don't know. I don't know if I see it just yet. I have nothing against the Ottawa senators. I hope I'm wrong. 
You know, I like Kachuk. You know, Stutzel, Stutzel is fine. Um, uh, you know, Norris is obviously an up and coming star. I, I, I just I don't know if those are the guys I want to go to war with every night as my core three forwards. Uh, I just don't know. Um, you know, the Brinkett has one year left on his contract, and he's a restricted free agent. So you're going to have to pay him because he's a he's a solid player. He's only 24 years old. Uh, let's see who do we all, who else we have. Um, wait, who's um, you know? Oh, they they, they obviously extended Chabot. He's making eight million. Uh, you know they're going to have to bring in some defensemen. You know Travis Hamonic's not going to cut it. Nick Holton not going to cut it. Uh, you know you got Jake Sanderson, uh, Brandstrom, uh, and Zaitsev. Who's solid. And then, you know, Cam Talbot's their goalie. Um, and then, you know, I like Shane Pinto. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of him because uh, we both went to South Kent school. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, they obviously have a bunch of money in buyouts, $3.5 million for the next couple of years. So, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I might be wrong. I really wish Andy was here to kind of have this conversation. He kind of liked it. He liked the gamble. He liked Stiltzel. I think he just likes the way uh, his name sounds when he says it. Uh, but yeah, it's just one of those things where, you know, it's it's certainly a gamble. But I'm rooting for Ottawa. I'd like to see them good. I'd like to see them, you know, competitive. Uh, you know, I, again, like I said, I like Brady Kachuk. I like their core. Obviously, you know, you have Claude Giroux there now. Um, you know, he signed a three-year deal. So it'll be interesting. Certainly interesting to see what, you know, the auto centers do over the next couple seasons. Um, I'm just not sure if I buy it. You know, they have Batherson, uh, what, five years? Yeah, five years, just under five million. So, I mean, they got the players, you know, they need to beef off their back end. Um, you know, Talbot's obviously a solid goaltender, ex-ranger, Miss Cam. He was good. Not as good as Shisterkin. But yeah, so, uh, you know, we'll probably touch on this again uh, next podcast. But yeah, that's all I got for you. Quick half hour here. Uh, Labor Day is done. We are in the middle, midst of September. I shouldn't say the middle because we're not. Uh, yeah, it's like it's pumpkin latte season. I don't know where you're listening to this podcast, but it's been colder, it's been rainier, kind of feels like the fall. Football starts in a couple days. It's pretty exciting. Two weeks till Rangers training camp. Uh, the schedule is out. You can pick your games that you want to go to. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's all I got for you. Uh, you know, usually Andy signs us off here. So um, I got I got nothing else for you uh, except uh, enjoy the rest of your week, your quick week. It's four days, hopefully. And uh, we'll catch all you again on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Broadway Boys Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Broadway Boys Pod, and please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.